hot off the press of the second phase of lockdown just being advised by the government, I'm thrilled that I've had the chance to meet up with the team at HGKC and they've snuck me in a little bit of time in amongst their schedule to have a chat with them with some information that actually we were speaking about and I thought it's such gold that really it could be shared outside of our internal discussions. So first of all, I'd love to welcome James Short for this short quickfire interview named after you, James, and to see if you don't mind sharing some of the answers because the wisdom you shared the other day with me was just great. So good morning and welcome. Thank you very much indeed. It's nice to be here. Good. So first of all, you've been in a few scrapes, I expect, during your military career. If I can use that analogy, I know you don't like talking about it all the time, but if we can use that analogy, what advice could you offer if we compare being in battle with what we're dealing now with the coronavirus and the lockdown in this business community? Well, I think it's a very good point you make because it, it is a battle. For companies to just survive is, is challenging enough and people need to make money to put bread on the table and to pay their mortgage, etc., etc. So, I mean, it is a battle. And the way to do this is to focus very much on what they can do to think as positively as they can about the future and use innovation where possible. So what they've got to do in this sort of battle situation is to think what they can do to meet the needs of their clients. Right, and that would be the primary thing you'd get them to focus on now at this moment in time is to think about focusing on the needs of their clients, yes? I think people are, are absolutely crucial and, you know, clients are people. And the point about it is that people say, well, there are too many uncertainties, too many unknowns, and I don't know how to plan a way forward. But actually, paralysis is even worse. And I've often said that, you know, a bad plan is better than no plan, because at least if you make a mistake, it's normally correctable. Yeah, and that's certainly possible. with people who have confidence in their own ability, because they've been running companies through difficult times. This is just another very difficult time. So I would encourage people to, to really use this sort of innovative thinking approach to saying, what can they do to meet the needs of their clients? And also, of course, to gather new clients. So, James, we were talking the other day about people using uppercase in social media and emails and things. And that like, was always deemed to be rude. But you and I have been sending a lot of emails with capital written in capital letters. And I just wondered if you'd share with me what your thoughts were about the importance of capital at the moment well, there are fundamentals that I think every business needs to focus on at the moment. And capital really sums it up. And, and by that, I'm talking about social capital, financial capital and emotional capital. I mean, yes, of course, cash is king, but money isn't everything. And there's the people aspect as well. And in my view, getting the right people in the right job and nurturing through them through a crisis when perhaps they're not really comfortable in their jobs any longer is a key challenge for a leader. Uh, and so to focus on social, financial and emotional capital is very important at the moment. 
Yes, good. Okay. And so what is the importance of morale and management of our own emotions at a time like this? So when we find ourselves personally in a crisis, let's call it, or certainly a difficult time, what are the most useful thoughts that we could adopt to survive and to thrive afterwards? Because you must have found yourself at times in your career really up against it and have to muster that emotion from somewhere. Well, it is. And the key point about all of this, with the continual bad news coming, and one of the issues with modern communications is that we do get news 24-7. And invariably, it's not positive. And it's looking at the bleak side of things. And certainly what I would advocate is positive mental attitude. And it's easy to say, much, much harder to do. But with support mechanisms around individuals, that is the way to adopt a very positive approach to the future. Because the alternative is to crumble or hide your head in the sand like an ostrich and simply hope the storm will blow over. And and I personally don't advocate that. I think it's not the way to do it. And the way to do it is to to look positively at the challenges ahead and said, right, I am going to beat these challenges and when you look at stories of people in adversity from people who've had very bad accidents or have lost limbs and have come back and and have done great great things it's always their real force of character that enables them to overcome the challenges that they face and I mean people say yes you've just got to think positively yes absolutely you do uh, and it's, it's this overcoming the, the challenges of the future that is important. Yeah, and it's really finding the time to dig deep at the moment, isn't it? Because even people with very strong positive mental attitudes are finding the fatigue of how long this has gone on is taking its toll. So, I mean, I'm going to ask you personally, I doubt if you ever have a day like this, but if you have a day where, you know, you're feeling a little bit bombarded, I suppose, with all the news and bad news and stuff like that, what, what's your personal way of dealing with that? Well, I've been very fortunate to have a, a wife who's supported me through difficult times. And, and actually, one of the worst times, if I'm allowed to tell a little uh, story from the past, was that I had briefed a, a very senior international group of people with a solution to their problems. My then boss decided that I better put my money where my mouth was and deliver And we'd sort of started off down this path. And then I suddenly realized the enormity of the task ahead of me and and my team. And the fact that we'd also have to sell it to 22 nations, by the way. And that is an incredible challenge. And and, uh, it, it it gets slightly overwhelming. So I would go for a walk, I'd think about it. And my wife was very, very supportive. And I think most people will find, hopefully, that they have somebody in their support mechanism who they can bounce their ideas off, get the, the sort of objective advice and, and encouragement and, and supporting them through difficult times because it's not easy. And, and, you know, in all that I say, it is absolutely not easy. But there yeah. are people out there to, to, who will support and that's the way forward. One of the challenges I have is my two little Jack Russells. So I'm really sorry they're barking in the background, James. They'll, they'll be up and down like all of us. So... I've got a good question for you here, I think. How do you work out when it's time to lay low and when it's time to actually look over the parapet and forge forward? That's a very good question and incredibly difficult to answer because 
It depends on the circumstances. Leaders have to lead from the front. But if the leader goes a sort of over the top too soon and gets destroyed either through, in business terms, the stress bringing them down or whatever it might be, then a, a leader that's incapacitated is no good. However, the people around the leader expect them to leave from the front and that's what they must do. But certainly the way that I've done it in the past is that there's, generally speaking, a team around the leader. And so by coming up with plans for the future as to how you're going to do it, looking at the worst case scenario and the best case scenario, and navigating your way through the, the, the shoal of, of hazards that face you, with your team surrounding you, the leader having the ability to listen to that team, because a leader doesn't have you know, every answer to, to every challenge. And that ability to listen to the team and then make the decision. And of course, that's what makes uh, leaders successful when they are successful. And of course, not all leaders are successful, but that ability to harness the brain power and the objectivity of the whole team helps really to overcome challenges. Okay. And I just wondered as well, you hear a lot about fatigue and fear at the moment being two of the sort of cripplers, if you like. Can I just ask you, how do you personally cope with the F words, fatigue and fear? You got any tips on that? Yeah, I, I think that the, the first thing is to keep fit. I mean, certainly now I've become an omel, an old man in Lycra, and, and I go out on my, my racy bike. And that uh, gives me happy hormones and is, is very positive. And people do get tired. And it's the never ending drip, drip, drip of bad news coming in from the news. You have to be able to be strong enough mentally to focus that out and concentrate on what your business is doing and how you are going to meet the needs of those people out there who, who want the, the product or the services that, that you sell. And the great thing at the moment is to focus on, on marketing, because if people don't know what you offer, then how can they come to you? first of all, to get help, and secondly, to pay you, because let's not beat around the bush. People need to, to get paid for what they do. Yeah, and I think that's a significant difference with HGKC as part of my support network, and I've always experienced, is that, you know, okay, I know we tease you and bang on about the military career side of it, and you don't like talking about that, I know, but you've got a good track record and experience of actually working with businesses, as do your partners, and running a business of your own. So a lot of these ideas and the advice you're giving to other businesses does come from that school of hard knocks, doesn't it? And I think the final thing I'd like to say is, I think you hit the nail on the head nicely by saying that, you know, we've been through other difficult things before. It, it's quite easy sometimes to get confused with this just because we haven't dealt with this thing before. We've dealt with very similar hmm. equitable things before that actually we can use the same mindset and skill set to overcome. So I really appreciate you uh, speaking to me this morning, James, and I'll see you soon in real life, I expect. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you.